0: God. But on our way there, I want to thank God for the praise and worship team this morning. It is all about love. Glory to God. And we need each other. Glory to God. We need each other. Glory to God. Father, we honor you this morning. Ah, the name that is above every name that is named. It is at the mention of your name, Jesus, that every knee bows, that every tongue confesses that you are Lord. Today, God, I want to thank you for coming to rescue your people, rescuing us from this and rescuing us from that. We thank you that your name, hallelujah, is high and lifted up. You said if you be lifted up, that you would draw all men unto yourself. And this day, God, we need a lifting up. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have ministered to us already this morning, reminding us, hallelujah, that we need each other, reminding us that to be disciples of the Most High God, we have to walk in love one towards the other. So we thank you for the opportunity to be in agreement with you today, that in our hearts and in our minds, hallelujah, we walk together with you. We thank you, God, especially for our men this morning. I thank you, Lord God. Yes, we thank you for women. Glory to God. But today, we thank you for a special ministration to your sons. Glory to God. We thank you, Father, for knowing the hearts. Hallelujah. Knowing our hearts. Knowing what we need and knowing how to supply it. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For allowing us to cry. To you be all glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So for those of you who missed the praise and worship, let me tell you this one. My goodness, these people are so on fire. They reminded us that we need each other to survive. They reminded us that if you love, you'll pray. And you're going to get a chance to demonstrate that today. Your love for your fathers, your husbands, your brothers, your uncles, your nephews, glory to God. You'll get an opportunity to walk in that love today. Hallelujah. Right here in the midst of us, God is mighty. Hallelujah. 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 God gave me this. (laughs) The title for today's message is you go on and cry. You go on and cry. Glory to God. We're using Psalms 34 verse 6 as our text scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 34 verse 6. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Ah, Men have been on my heart so heavy for the last couple of weeks. But, you know, I wanted to talk to you all today about fruit. (laughs) God had another plan. Hallelujah. I even told Reverend Stephanie yesterday, I said, oh, the theme is fruit. But, you know, in a roundabout way, it's still fruit. Hallelujah. Because love is the most important fruit. Glory to God. Glory to God. So for the last few weeks, we've heard awesome teachings about the rivers of living water. And last week, we learned that we needed to be thirsty. Hallelujah. So, you know, we're reminded that each of us plays an important role. And I think God wanted to make sure we understood that every single one of us matters. Every single one of us, not just the people standing in the pulpit. Every single one of us matters. So we were reminded that we're important. Because we understand that without God, we are nothing. Oh, but through him, we can do all, th- all things. By the working of the Holy Spirit, who the Lord is so good. God is so good. He left us a helper. And you all know about that. So we're not going to go there. But just be reminded that the Holy Ghost lives inside of us forever. Glory to God. So here's what I want for those of you who missed either one of those earlier teachings from Pastor Turkson, our founder, Hallelujah. He ministered this the week before Thanksgiving about the living water. And Reverend Janice ministered last week about being thirsty. You can go to the podcast, listen to it in your car. You can go to Facebook or YouTube. All of these messages, by the grace of God, are still available to you. But there's nothing quite like the corporate anointing. So I I know one of the things we've been praying about this week is that we would be reminded that, you know, God told us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves with the saints. So I just encourage you out there, glory to God. Those of you who are listening, praise the Lord that you're getting the word. But there's an extra, extra dispensation when you're physically in the place where the anointing is moving at that moment. Yes, the anointing is on the word. So when you get it later, it'll still minister life to you. Glory to God. Today, we're going to talk to you about the importance of our spiritual walk with the Lord and be reminded that we are disciples, right? Born again believers who walk with God, who follow his leadership, who listen for the prompting of the Holy Ghost so we know what to do, where to go and what to do. Glory to God. But I just wanna make sure everybody understands the definition of disciple. Disciple in the Latin means student, Learner or follower. In Hebrew, the word is Talmud. It means relationship between a rabbi, a teacher, or a master, and his disciple, who obviously is the student. And in the Greek, the word is uh, matathis, and it means disciple or learner. So the thing I love is there's nothing new under the sun. If you're a disciple, you are walking with God. That means you're spending time to learn what God is saying. So you can go and minister it to somebody that needs it. And today you're going to do that. Right in the midst of us, we're going to do that. We're going to show some discipleship right here this day. Glory to God. We're disciples, learners, and students who are learning to do things God's way. And you know, for the last six months or so, God's been talking to us about looking at things through his perspective right? His ways are past finding out. But the beauty of it is, when we spend time with God, we learn more about who he is and what he would do in any given situation. And today, God wants us to be reminded that love covers. Now, what the praise and worship team did this morning is every song they sang this morning was about fellowship, was about being part of a family. We're the household of faith. Glory to God. We're the house of God. We're all temples of the Holy Ghost. And we work together, right? If we don't, it's unnecessary warfare. And it's a shame that we're doing that to each other right in the church. Unnecessary warfare. Not today. I promise you, not today. Glory to God. So we all know, John three sixteen. 16, why God sent um, Jesus into the earth. Right? He sent them here to save us. Hallelujah. That was done over 2,000 years ago. And yet people are getting saved day in and day out. Why? Because we're not going to forget about them. We're not going to give up on them. We're going to keep standing and praying and believing God to save our brothers and save our sisters, save our neighbors, and save this country and the nations of the world. We're going to keep standing, praying. Glory to God. So shout out to anybody on the intercessory team. Be strengthened for the work that lies ahead. Glory to God. So anyway, God (laughs) sent Jesus to the earth. You all know this, to seek and to save that which is lost. But I think people think you can only be lost one time. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Without the wisdom and the counsel of God, we're always lost. But because we walk with God, we understand what we should be doing. Like sons of Issachar, they knew the seasons and the times, and they knew what they ought to do. Glory to God. Why? Because they sought the Lord. We can't do this without seeking him, Right. So here's the thing that's funny to me. So I'm, I'm studying and I'm, I want to teach on fruit. I want to. You hear what I said? I want to teach on fruit. Amen. God had another plan. His plan was to lift up his men this morning. So what us, the daughters are going to do, Are the helpmeets, the dorkas, hallelujah, the annas, you know what we're going to do? We're going to lift these brothers up today. Hallelujah. We're going to lift them up because that's the counsel of the Lord that stands sure right now. Our brothers need to be lifted up. Glory to God. And it's a strong thing. I can still sense the power that God was ministering to me about this thing. Ah, they're under so much pressure on so many levels. And God knows that. So he gave me this song. This song kept playing in my heart. And it's a song. It's not even a, uh, it's, it's an inspirational song, but it's an R&B song. And the song is, You Go Ahead and Cry. So the theme for today's message is, you go ahead and cry. We're using Psalms 34:6 for that because, you know, if it doesn't have a scriptural scriptural basis or foundation, it's it's literally sinking sand. We're standing on a rock, and the rock is the Word of the Living God, right? So, the song, <laughs> the song was written to minister to this man that was so broken. Because the woman that he loved, just no matter what he did, she would not receive the love. So he had this plan for him and this woman to be together, right? And it was devastating to him. He didn't know what to do. He needed some counsel. And so he didn't want to talk to his friends about it, so he talked to his mother, somebody he could trust. See, we have... ah, can go to God about anything at any time. Thank God for our mothers. Glory to God. And for you brothers, if you do need counsel about how to pick the right wife, how to pick the right woman, listen to what King Lemuel's mother ministered to him in Proverbs 31. You'll find out exactly what you should be looking for. And if you don't see those characteristics demonstrated, she's not the one. You don't have to lay on the couch that was free. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So here's what we're going to do. Hallelujah. We're going to go directly to Luke chapter 19. Hallelujah. And we're going to start. Uh, let me pack it up a little bit. We're going to go to Luke chapter uh, 10. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 10, we're looking at this publican who came to Jesus, his name was Zacchaeus, and all of us know his story, right? He was, you know, short in stature, right? And, you know, he had heard that Jesus was coming. You know, people know Jesus is coming, and yet they act as if they don't. It's our job to remind them that he's coming. He's coming. Glory to God, and they need to get in position to be able to go with him when he does he's coming. Glory to God. So I I want you to know, uh, I think sometimes we think we orchestrated our own deliverance. Did not. God came to seek and save that which was lost. That was all of us. Here we're going to talk about Zacchaeus because he was lost, right? But this really can be, uh, you know, Minister to anybody who hasn't already made a decision to walk with God. They are lost. And we want them to seek so they can find. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Luke. Hallelujah. Chapter 10. I mean, I said chapter 10. I'm sorry, I meant chapter 19. We're going to come back to chapter 10. But right now I want to start at Luke chapter 19. We're going to start at verse 10. Hallelujah. Now, uh, Zacchaeus, like I said, found out that Jesus was coming, and he needed to see him. See, so it was an act of faith. I don't know why we think faith works by itself. It's never going to be in isolation. It always requires something of us. So if we believe God, we got to act like it, right? Hallelujah. So it says that this man named Zacchaeus, he was a publican and he was rich. So I think we want to pray for rich people (laughs) who think they're self-made. It's so not true. It's so not true. But here it says, in verse 3, it says, Luke chapter 19, verse 3, it says, And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. So what God reminded, I mean, what he ministered to me about being a uh, little of stature is this. There are people who have, who have operated like uh, grasshoppers. They have a grasshopper mentality that somehow God can't hear them or won't hear them when they pray. So they don't. They seriously don't because they have no confidence that God will hear them. So they'll call one of the intercessors. They'll call one of the pastors. They'll call somebody that they think has a personal relationship with the Lord and yet many of them have personal relationships. Oh God, this thing is. Mm. They have personal relationships, but they have no confidence in God. That God is a father that loves all of his children, not just those that have a title. All of us. Glory to God. So while he was looking at himself as little as stature, the sadder part is people who are six two, but in their heart, they're like four feet. They don't see themselves as anything. And we're going to pray about them today. Glory to God. So we go on to say, and so Zacchaeus, he climbed up in a tree, in a sycamore tree, as we know, right? And (laughs) Jesus came, and here's what Jesus did. Jesus, (laughs) and you remember for the last couple of weeks, we've been reminded that God knows our names. Right? So nobody had to say, oh, Jesus, that's Zacchaeus up there in the tree. He looked up there and he said, Zacchaeus, come down. And come forth. So he said that here in verse 5, he that kids, make haste. See, because God knows if we think about it too long, we'll think our way out of it. So he told him, <laughs> make haste. Look, when God gives us an instruction, we are to act immediately. Because if we don't make haste, you know what happens? We'll look up. Ten years have gone by, and God has to remind us. Oh, remember that thing I told you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. He told him to make haste and come down. That means don't operate in pride, right? Because if you are too lifted up, you forget that you are nothing. We are nothing without God. That's a filthy rag is what we're called without him. So he's telling him all this stuff in this short little thing. He says, for, I, for today I must abide in your house. Hmm. This house. Today God wants to abide in this house. And he wants to abide in the house of the brothers. Daughters, I, you know, I, I've heard God say, tell them, I've already covered them. They know they're covered. Today, we're talking to the men. Okay? And it's so funny. I'm not a, do y'all know I'm not a man? <laughs> I said, God, really? <laughs> you want a woman to give this word to the men? Yes. Glory to God. God said, hey, Sandra, make haste. Amen. So, I'm making haste this morning to deliver this word to you. God Showed me men. I saw hearts that were aching. Ah. Aching because they made decisions that, you know, didn't take their family where they thought their family would go. Aching because they're sick. Aching, aching because they're broke. Aching. And I heard God say, tell them to go on and cry. <laughs> so I said, so this song that kept playing in my heart was You Go Ahead and Cry. Glory to God. And later he gave me the scripture, Psalms 34, 6. But he kept, I kept hearing the song, you go ahead and cry. Ah, go ahead and cry. And so I said, God, you know, it's funny that you would say it like that to the men. Why? Didn't the world tell you, you men don't cry? Didn't the world tell you that? And this is a word of the Lord from your father. The creator of the heavens and the earth. He said to tell you to you go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Go ahead and cry. Hallelujah. Cry my sons. Cry my fathers. Cry my brothers. Cry my nephews. Cry. You go ahead and cry. Hallelujah. This cry. (laughs) Is God feeling your heart? He fills your heart, and he's saying, it's okay, son. Go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, Zacchaeus, God went on to tell him, Jesus went on to tell Zacchaeus, look, in verse 9, he says, This day, salvation comes to this house. Brothers, this day. Salvation comes to your house. We're not talking about salvation from damnation, from final damnation. Those of you who have already made a decision to walk with God, you know you already saved in that regard. We ain't talking about that. Now, there are others out there who haven't made Jesus the Lord of their lives. This is your opportunity to get saved from final damnation. But what God is talking about here is that thing that's bothering you. That thing that you bottle up, nobody knows. God knows. Remember, he knows your name. Glory to God. He knows your name. And we're going to flip right now to Luke 10 um, because I want to make sure you understand this. In Luke chapter 10, uh, in verse 27 is what I want. Yeah. Luke 10. Where am I? I'm still in 11. Luke 10. Yes. Okay. So... Jesus, remember, we were talking about discipleship. So these people in, verse, uh, in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, there were people, disciples that were empowered to go out and do the work of the ministry, which is what we're all called to do, to go ye into the highways and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, all of us. All born-again believers are called to do that. But here's what they said. <laughs> They came back to Jesus and they said, (laughs) Uh, we're going to start at verse 17. It says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject (laughs) to us through thy name. So they got, these aren't the sons of Sceva. They understand that it ain't about their power. It's about the power of God at work and in demonstration through them. And he said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So why is God saying, tell my sons that it's okay to cry when nothing is supposed to by any means hurt you? So God is laying an edict today. You go ahead and cry. Glory to God. So he goes on to say, Here's the thing, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. Yes, ultimately you're going to heaven. What God wants for you right now is for you to have wholeness right here on the earth. For you to know that it's okay for men to cry. So if your father, the creator of the heavens and the earth, is saying to you men, it's okay for you to cry. It means some of you need to get up off of your high horses because that's where you are operating in pride and I know you don't realize it because you don't mean to. You don't mean to. The beauty is we also know that God, men look at at the outer, but God judges the heart. And today, I saw so many hearts just wounded for all kind of stuff. And you know, I (laughs) I heard somebody say, um, (laughs) I heard somebody say something. I heard God say, remind them, I'm not a gossip. I know everything. I know everything, right? And notice he didn't tell me to run and tell that about you and about this one and about that one. What he said for me to tell you is you go ahead and cry. Glory to God. So here's the thing. So he's reminding you that your names are already written in heaven. We're not talking about that. We're talking about salvation from the pressures of the world. The things that made you think that you need to act like you're okay when you're not. Ah, Ah, God came to seek and save. Hallelujah. He came to seek and save. Hallelujah. And for the women, there's a role for us to play today. And that role is we're going to undergird these brothers. Glory to God. We're going to undergird them. Hallelujah. But just like Zacchaeus, hallelujah, surrendered to Jesus that day. And his act of faith was climbing up in that sycamore tree. Okay, so if he's of short stature, that meant it took more work for him to do it than it would have taken somebody that was taller. The fact of the matter is he needed a touch from God. We talk all the time about the woman with the issue hallelujah, but she had suffered many things at many physicians over the years. But one day she made a decision to touch God and her faith went forth and his virtue came back. We draw nigh to God. He draws nigh to us. So brothers today, no stumbling blocks, no hindrances. Today you're getting set free from this and from that glory to God today Hallelujah, you're gonna look at this thing and look at the characteristics, even of a sycamore tree. Uh, you think of a sycamore tree, it can grow up to 600 feet. Right? It, it, it has all kinds of properties, some of which they use to treat gastrial issues, stomach issues in people, right? It's also, it, it, it's part of the food chain, so it pro- provides food to birds and squirrels and, and nesting for small animals. That's a tree a fruit-bearing tree. Guess what God called you to be? Fruit-bearing trees. So those of you who have children, one of the fruit you're bearing is good characters in your sons and in your daughters. At work, you're not cheating. Clocking in when before you get to work or stealing the supplies and taking them up. You're not doing that. You're being a beacon of light everywhere that you go. You don't have to be the person That uses a gun or a knife to solve a problem. You look up unto the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord and salvation will come. You guys are supposed to be lifting up your families. Right? Your families are in much better shape when men are in the right position. All the trouble of the world can be linked to this thing. That men have been largely annihilated. They're not operating in the position that God called them to be, kings and priests. Glory to God. Today, that changes. Hallelujah. 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 So, anybody who hasn't already made Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives, you know, before we pray, because that's what we're going to do, I want to give you the opportunity to be a, a partaker Of God's divine nature toward you this day because he's speaking to his sons all of us were created by God no question not talking about that I'm talking about those of us who made a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of our lives it's a choice it was set before us and we had to choose and one day Zacchaeus decided that he needed a touch from God So he climbed up into the sycamore tree. One day, the woman with the issue decided that, hey, if God doesn't heal me, I don't get healed. And she reached out and touched the hem of his garment, which was where the word was being carried back in that day. You know, but even if you think about the leper in Matthew chapter 8, the leper, you know what he did when he saw Jesus? He fell down on his knees and worshiped him. There are lots of ways for you to touch God. The fact is... You got to cry out. So God's saying, you go ahead and cry. Glory to God. You go ahead and cry. So for those of you who don't have a personal relationship with the Lord, if you're serious in your heart and in your mind, you're going to get an opportunity right now to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. God does not want you left out of what he's about to do. To minister to the men, hallelujah, who will hear this message. All you got to do is be sincere in your heart and in your mind. This is not a game. God knows us for real. We can do it because somebody's sitting next to us and we want them to think, oh, yeah, today I'm doing it. Okay, and your heart is not in it. I'm telling you, it's a waste of time. God knows us for real. So if you're serious about this thing, will you realize you are in hell right here on earth and you're going to stay there unless you make a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. So just close your eyes wherever you are. And for those of you uh, who already walk with God, just pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. Those who want to make Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives, want to be a partaker of God's divine nature today. Just repeat these words after me. Father, forgive me for everything I've ever done or said that wasn't pleasing in your sight. Today, God, I realize that I'm a wretch without you. I'm a filthy rag. And I make a decision that I want to know you. So I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. If you made that statement and you meant it sincerely in your heart and in your mouth, you are saved. You're now able to be a partaker of God's divine nature. You're now able to walk in the deliverance that is going to be wrought for the men that listen to this message. God, this is a word from God. This is not a Sandra Ginyard. This is a God wants to minister to you and let you know it's okay to cry. Glory to God. So welcome to the kingdom of God, first of all. Hallelujah. Welcome to the kingdom of God. And this is what happened to you. If you turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, this is what happened to all of you who declared the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those of you who made a decision to change your life, to turn your back on all that stupid thing, stuff you did before. Right? Because all of us did that stuff. All of us did stupid stuff. All of us had a past. And we need to stop acting like we didn't. Here's the thing. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 17 tells us this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and those of you who just called the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, just gave your life to Jesus, this includes you. You're no longer excluded. You're included. Hallelujah. Any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now, as you walk with God, he's going to tell you what that means in your specific life. Here's the thing you got to do. You're going to cry to the Lord. Hallelujah. And just, you know, just so you got a scriptural reference to always go back to this. When you think about this message. It is you go ahead and cry. Yes, that's a beautiful song. Amen. But bigger than that is the word of the living God that undergirds that. So these people just found the word and just sang a song about it, which is what everybody operating as psalmists should be doing. They shouldn't just give you what they think, right? They should give you what thus says the Lord, which is what our praise and worship team did for us this morning. Glory to God. Psalms 34, 6. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of some of his stuff, right? Oh, y'all paying attention. Notice it said all of your troubles. Not the ones you've been hiding away. Those are the ones we're going to address today. Glory to God. Ah, God is such a loving father. He's so loving. Oh, my God. And he wants you to know that you're super important to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look while we're still in uh, Luke chapter 19. Uh, Actually, we weren't, but we're going back to Luke chapter 19 just for one minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I want to remind you of what just happened to those who gave their lives to Jesus. And those of us who are believers, this happens to us all the time. This day is salvation come to this house for so much as he also is a son of Abraham for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost so I don't want you brothers to start start thinking that God thinks something's wrong with you that's not what he's saying what he's saying is even that thing you're okay on 85% of the stuff but there are 15% of things in your life that have left you in a kind of lodi bar in a place where you are without God in a place where you have not sought the counsel of the Lord in a place where shame has come and today you're being delivered from those places glory to God from those places <laughs> you know Ah, I, I saw this I, as I was praying about this thing. You know, I, Larry and I, I told Larry, it's no way I'm, I want us to ever tell our sons they can't cry. We're not doing that. Now, we don't want you to be too soft, <laughs> but you can cry. If it hurts you, you should be crying. The beauty is God gave us a higher way of looking at how we cry. We cry out to him. Glory to God. We can't just uh boo-hoo. It's not about being a water work here. You do need to do some of that. Some of y'all are too hard. And you'll be softened if you just cry. Ah, I love God. I love the way he makes things so simple. That he wants to make sure you don't miss it. You go ahead and cry. Ah. My son, (laughs) you go ahead and cry. Hallelujah. And I said already that the world told you you can't cry. So look at what you did. You erected walls that you're hiding behind. Walls. So if you got a wall, how is God supposed to penetrate the wall that you put up? When it's an act of our will, whether we accept God. It's an act of our will, whether we want to seek the counsel of the Lord. But if we erect walls... To hide behind because we don't want nobody to know we need help in some of these areas. I saw somebody thinking of suicide, a believer. I had the thing crushed my heart. Like, are you serious? This person's a believer. And God said, Tell my sons, ah, Ikatayandai, tell my sons to go ahead and cry. Ah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. God sent Jesus to the earth to seek and to save that which was lost. And when he did it, hallelujah, too many of the brothers decided that I don't need no help with that. Now, I'm I'm not a brother, but I've done that. Like, God, I don't need no help with this. I got this. And you know what? I absolutely didn't. I was so ignorant, I didn't even know, I had no clue how to get out of the mess that I made. Some of you, it's pride. And pride cometh before the fall. So God doesn't want any of you falling, so today you've been encouraged to go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Arrogance, hardness of heart, depression, I already said suicidal thought, addiction. And unforgiveness. I heard somebody say, I will never forgive them. Mm. Let me tell you something. If you let somebody have that kind of power over you, (laughs) you are the one that's losing. They've gone on about their business. They are not thinking about you. Today you go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, guys, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. You're expected to operate at a higher level because you have a relationship with God, because you got the Holy Ghost living inside of you, directing you and leading you and guiding you into all the truth that's designed to make you free. Glory to God. The truth came to make us free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, <laughs> God wants me to remind you, and I hope this sounds like a broken record in your, in your hearing, because you've got to get this. If you let this day go by and don't allow this word to minister to the deep recesses of your heart and even your minds, you have made a decision to be stuck. That's what this amounts to. So today I'm calling on the Annas and the Dorcases, because we're going to stand in a gap and pray for all our brothers. All our fathers, all our husbands, all our brothers, all our uncles, all our nephews, all our neighborhood. We're praying for the brothers to come out of darkness into God's marvelous light. And they're going to come out because they cry unto the Lord. He heard. You're also going to walk out of here confident that when you pray, God hears you. Not just your wife, not just the pastors. God hears you when you pray. And some of y'all come alongside us at 5 a.m. and pray as we intercede for the nations of the world and for our respective lives. Prayer works. And you brothers, I don't know, it's something about when y'all pray. Mm. When pastor prays, it's like the whole heavens have changed. Because they have. You have that same power. It's inside your earth and vessel. Glory to God. So, Dorcas, Dorcas, Annas, let's pray banda yadarabaki yata yudorobokosto re rebebe batay. Men just close your eyes and have your heart towards the Lord. Iman do raba kata yodo shiki, ikata yodorobokosto re bebe batay. Ekata yadarabaki yanda yodorobokosto re bebe bata, ikata yandai, ekata yada yata yodo bo koso, Iba ba 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 debe, ikata yadarabaki yandai, ikaba babu de baba ba 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 de baba ba ba nai. Eba ba 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 bo de baba ba 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 de baba. E ekacha yanda ekka babanda baba baba bodede be baba baba e be baba cha yanda babanda yoro amando ro bokosto ekacha yanda e ka baba bandai e baba baba bodede baba bandai e ka baba bandai e kata yoro ro bako sto e kata yararaba kiya chai e kata yoro ro sto e ka baba baba chai e baba baba bandai e baba baba bandai e baba baba bhurede baba bandai e kata e kata e baba bandai e kata yoro sto e baba bandai e baba baba bandai e baba 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 Night, <laughs> E Eba Baba Baba de Baba 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 de Baba 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 Ikatayandai, Ikata Yundai, Ikata Yundai, Ikata Yundai, Ikababandai, Eba Babandai, Eba Babandai, Ibaba Ikata Ikata Bashiki. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Father, you told us, Hallelujah, that you sent your son to seek and to save that which was lost. Today, you're telling us to pray for our husbands, to pray for our brothers, to pray for our fathers, to pray for our uncles, to pray for our nephews. Hallelujah. To pray for men in general. We hold the brothers before you now in the name of Jesus. Father. You who began a good work in them is the same that's well able to complete the work until the day of Jesus Christ. We bind every work of darkness that's been designed to put these people in a type of quicksand, to put them in behind prison doors, to make them think that they don't matter, to make them think that whatever decisions they have made, hallelujah, are speaking to the rest of their lives. Well, you came today to interrupt those thoughts. I curse those works in the name of Jesus. I curse every word spoken against you. In judgment in the name of Jesus they have gathered together hallelujah but God said it wasn't by him so I declare right now that no weapon formed against you will prosper every tongue risen against you in judgment we condemn right now in the name of Jesus no suicide no depression no lack no indebtedness no unhappiness I mean, excuse me unforgiveness none in the name of Jesus and even that thing hallelujah that sin that you allowed I thank you that as you repent. Your father is faithful and just to forgive you and to remember the sin no more. God knows you. He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He's declared that you are whole and that you are complete and that in him you lack no good thing. Glory to God. I speak to anything looking like a serpent, a serpent or a scorpion. I curse those things at the root in the name of Jesus and I declare hallelujah, wholeness for the Men of God, I declare wholeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Be whole in the name of Jesus. Be Behold, be whole. Behold. Glory to God. Behold in the name of Jesus. Behold. And know hallelujah. That God in the midst of you is mighty. Mighty to save! Mighty to deliver! Mighty to heal! Mighty to redeem! He's mighty! He's given you a day of rescue! Receive your rescue now! In the name of Jesus you've been rescued! Glory to God from this and from that. To God be the glory. You Go ahead and cry. You go ahead and cry. Glory to God. God hears. Hallelujah. And He also answers. He's willing. Hallelujah. And able to save you to the uttermost. He created you. Hallelujah. For a purpose. Glory to God. There's a specific purpose for each of our lives. Hallelujah. And God's just been waiting on you to fall off of your respective horses of pride to look up and see the Lord. Today, like Zacchaeus, if you have to climb up into a tree, then you do that. That means inside of you, if you're believing that somehow you don't deserve it, it's a lie. Hallelujah. It's a lie from the pit of hell. You are the redeemed of the Lord. It's your job to say so to God, be the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Let's give God a hand for what he has wrought in our husbands and our brothers and our fathers and all of the men. Glory to God that have anything to do with us. We are better when our men are better. Let's be clear about that. Hallelujah. They're our leaders. Glory to God. We're better when they're better. Hallelujah. And today, our brothers are better, hallelujah, better, hallelujah, better, hallelujah, better. Every man in this building, stand up. Stand up wherever you are. If you're at home and you're a man, stand up. If you're a little boy, stand up. Glory to God. I want you to stretch your hands before God and thank Him. Thank Him. God, I thank you that you saved me. I thank you that you delivered me. I thank you that you came to see about me. I thank you that you redeemed my life from destruction. I thank you that you knew I was hurting and you came to see about me. Thank you. Thank you. Out of your own mouths, thank the Lord. If it's a sacrifice of praise, give it up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God got some serious stuff in store for you, men. I'm telling you, eyes that have not seen, ears have not heard what the Lord has for you. Oh, my God, you don't even know. Oh, but you're about to come. Hallelujah. into that saving knowledge. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. Okay, hallelujah. You can sit down if you can. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father... I thank you God. Hallelujah. I thank you for our men. Hallelujah. I thank you for all of our men. Glory to God. I thank you for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, Glory to God. Hallelujah. So from here I just want to remind you of a few words that will just solidify what God has done for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the scripture God put in my heart after that song, You Go Ahead and Cry. It was Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, but not in the King James Version, which is the version that I know. He gave me what oh, the NLV. Yeah, NLV. Listen to this is what, this is what I heard God in my heart about you. Before we just got delivered. Amen. Before. Hallelujah. Just want to know where this came from. Historically, this is where God put, took me. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. He says, are you tired? Hmm. Worn out? Burnt out on religion? Not relationship. Let's be clear. Religion. Not relationship. These people are burnt out on religion. He says, come to me. Ah, what'd you do today? What'd y'all just do? You came to the Lord. He said, so I didn't want to give it away before you did it, right? He said, come to me. And what you just did is you came to him, giving him glory, being thankful that he knew what was going on in your life. And he didn't gossip to this one and that one about it. He came to see you directly. Glory to God. He says... (laughs) Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, is that like honey in your mouth? He says, (laughs) get away with me and you'll recover your life. So anywhere where your life was oozing out because of those walls that you had erected that have now been torn back down, (laughs) this is what God is saying to you. He says, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Don't you love that? I mean, the King James Version, I didn't get that. But here's what I did get. It says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Now, for six months, we've been talking about God's perspective. God's saying to the men today, watch how I do it. <laughs> Glory to God. He's giving you instruction, but he's also giving you a road map. We're at work in data. We can't do anything without a roadmap. We got to know where we're going. Like, where are you at today? What's current state? What's future state? We got to know that. And God is saying to you, I know all about you. I know every single thing about you. Ah, and I'm telling you, ah, watch me and I'll show you what to do. Ah, watch me. He says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That means you come freely, willingly. To the Lord, to talk to him about you, hallelujah, to talk to him about your family, your community, your job, that boss, that's the nagging, uh, nagging boss. Yeah, even that one. Glory to God. And especially, y'all, pray for us, your wives, your helpmeets. You hear me? You, look, let me tell you something. You guys have great authority without all of this back and forth. If you just go to the Lord about us, (laughs) go to the Lord and say, father, uh, this, this woman is getting on my nerves. Be real with him. God is real. You you don't have to go with him with all this pine and sky. Go to him. Real. Say Sandra's getting on my nerves. I told her, I hope you pray for me every day. I, I hope you do. And if you don't, let me just encourage you. Pray for this daughter every day. The more you pray for me, the better I'll be to you. So, guess what? Turn it around. That's right, Oscar, Minister Oscar. So, the more we pray for them, the better we'll be to them. The more they pray to us, the better we'll be to them. you hear what I'm saying? God knows what we need, and he wants our brothers whole. The world would be a much better place if you guys just took position. You're the generals. We're not supposed to be the generals. Some of y'all done stepped aside and made us generals. You abdicated. We had to step up. Something had to get done. But what God is saying here now is watching. I'll show you how to do it. Ah. Watch, and I'll show you how to do it. Oh, my God. I just heard God say it. I heard this. Not God didn't say it. I heard this in my heart. Somebody said, but she makes more than me. So what? God made you a, you know, the two shall be joined together, and they shall be what? One, so she makes more than you, praise the Lord. Pray that she makes more. So y'all got more to work with. Don't give the, don't let the door be open to little foxes. It's unnecessary warfare. You wanna work together, glory to God. You wanna work together, hallelujah. So anyway, <laughs> the last part is this says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. So, Grace, I know you all, if you've been following uh, our own pastor, Anthony Turkson, you know Grace is not undeserved favor. The church got that thing all confused, all messed up, and they messed us up. Grace. God, before we we were in sin, he gave his life for us. How much more, now that we walk with him, you think he's going to withhold something from us? He said he would not withhold anything from them that walk uprightly. That's what God said. So here it's telling you, That God's going to show you the rhythms of grace. He's going to show you how grace is going to manifest in your life, in your community, in your prayer life. God's going to show you. He says further, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Did y'all hear that? Nothing heavy or ill-fitting on you. He's not going to do it. Today you've been delivered. Don't you go back to Egypt. Don't you run back to that vomit. God has delivered you. Glory to God. And here he's telling you, hey, I'm not going to put anything on you. I know the world says that God won't put anything more on me than I can bear. Well, that's true. But he's speaking to the brothers today. And he said, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Then he says, keep company with me. God desires fellowship. That's not on Sunday morning when we come all dressed up and stuff. Some of y'all look really good. I just want to say, God ain't talking about that. He's talking about when you're by yourself. And you know what the best place, especially for the brothers, I know y'all are busy. You work, you got to take care of the house, the outside of the house. Right? Anyway, oh, let me be quiet. See, now I'm, now I'm putting my own opinion in here. <laughs> I'm just saying it. You know, we know you work. Some of you are working and going to school at the same time, and you got to be fathers and nurture and all that stuff. We know that. But here's what God is saying to you. I need you to keep company with me. You know, one thing women have learned is on the way home from work during that commute, you're sitting in the car by yourself. Great time to spend some quality time with the Lord. My husband is one of those people. He comes home, he sits in his car for like, I don't know, 20 minutes before he even comes in the house. I said, hey, bro, I hope you're spending some quality time with the Lord while you're sitting out there in the car. But to him, that's part of his wind down. And women, I need y'all to understand something. Men need wind down time. How many of y'all brothers agree with that? Okay, your wife is sitting next to you. You can't put your hand up. Okay, I understand. Okay, here's the thing. They need time to wind down from the day. They need time. And men, we need time to get away from y'all sometimes. Amen. I'm just saying. Amen. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. But we need individual time. And when God is talking about keeping company with you, he's not talking about you and your wife and your children and all that. Praise the Lord. There's a time and a place for that. But what he's talking about here is mano y mano. Me and you, God. Just me and you. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. If you want to hear soundly from the Lord, the place you hear from him best is in that one-on-one time. He'll drop a scripture in your spirit. You don't even know where it's at. You don't even know what it says. All you got to do is remember the scripture. As soon as you get your Bible or pull out your computer, call the scripture up. You'll be surprised. God has answered your prayer. God has given you direction. He's given you instruction. He's given you guidance. That's the kind of God you serve. A God who knows what's going on in your heart. And he is indeed a judge of the heart. Hallelujah. So the last part of this, Matthew eleven thirty, uh, 30, he says, keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. When if you heard that? You get to live freely and lightly. <laughs> I love God. I want my brother's light. I want y'all free. Because if you're free, it's so much easier for us to walk in the freedom that God has given us. It's a fact. Glory to God. So rest in this truth that God has given you. He came to seek you out this morning. He came to minister his life to you this day. Hallelujah. Let's go back to... (laughs) I just want to remind you, hallelujah, that, and I'm going to lift this up just because um, this was a scripture God gave me a long time ago when I was in trouble. And it's in Isaiah 55, and Reverend Janice mentioned it last week. <laughs> I just want to lift it up. It's Isaiah 55:7, 7, but I'm going to start at verse 6. Since God is instructing you to seek him, to seek him out. We're inside of verse six. It says, "Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found." And all of you know, if you want a scripture to just stand on, brothers, Matthew six thirty-three: "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you." You want peace in your house? Seek the Lord. You want you, you look like you don't have enough? Seek the Lord. It is the answer to everything that you're looking for. And even in this chapter, it tells you to go and buy without money, which I always thought that was amazing. I say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. But anyway, it says in Isaiah 55, it says, verse six, I'm going to go back and start again. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man, his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God. He will abundantly pardon. So, <clears throat> uh, I know this was uh, I initially spoken to the people of Israel. The application for us is this, that anywhere where we missed it, God said he would abundantly pardon. Why? He's faithful and just to forgive us when we repent and remember the sin no more. That's what he's reiterating here. But the part I wanted you to know is he said he would abundantly pardon. So some of you have made some decisions, you know, that have landed you in front of court, in front of judges and in the court system. And I heard the Lord say, seek me. I will abundantly pardon. Now, that's just not so you can get out of trouble. That's so you can learn how to never get in trouble again. That's so you can learn how to minister to somebody else and let them know that God came to see about you. We can't forget God delivers us, and we don't want to tell nobody. I always say that when I'm up here. Why is that? God delivers us from this and from that, and we act like we always had it together. Mm. So not true. So not true. Even now, what is God doing? He's finding the places where the little foxes could have come through, and he sealed them up. We've shut those doors. The doors that God opens, no man can shut. But the doors that God shuts, no man can open. Don't you open those doors again. You've been delivered. Glory to God, you've been delivered. I'm so happy for you. Glory to God. So I'm happy for us. They say happy wife, happy life. I say happy husband, glory to God. All the rest of that stuff, amen. Yes, We want y'all to be happy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So (laughs) I just bless the Lord. He loves us so much. You know, and y'all were not on my heart when I started this message. Trust me when I tell you, I want to talk to y'all about the wonderful fruit. Glory to God. And God is saying, I need my sons to be lifted up. I need them to know that I know what's going on in the midst of them hallelujah, just like he heard the cries of the people in Egypt. Their cries came up to him. And what did he do? Effectively, he abundantly pardoned them. Did he not? And he let them leave with the gold and the silver. So I just want you to know that's effectively what God has done for you today. Here's your gold and silver. Here's your gold and silver. I dare you To act like it is. To act like you're the kings that God called you to be. I dare you. And you'll look around and your life will be turned upside around. Not upside down. Upside around. Hallelujah. You go ahead and cry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms chapter 34, verse 17 through 22. Because this is who you are, guys. Hallelujah. And women, you all know. In the Bible, there are many, many, many times when it's talking about, and men are always to pray and not to faint. You think God was only talking to the male species? He's talking to all of us. But I want you not to separate yourself because this is a message that's geared to minister to the heart of the men. Hallelujah. This word, anytime God gives us a word, any of us that receive the word, you know, you draw not of me, I draw not of you. We receive the word, it's for us. God just wants the brothers to understand how important they are. He wants you to know how much He loves you. Yes, we love y'all. We love y'all, brothers. Amen. I'm just saying. But this is not about our love, this is about that agape love that God has for His sons and His daughters. Today, it's about the brothers. Glory to God. So why are you crying, men? Especially because many of you need to. (laughs) And it's okay to cry. I wrote that so many times in here. I didn't say it as many times as I wrote it. But I kept hearing him say, you go ahead and cry. Mm. So David cried out to the Lord many times. And a lot of the times he was reaching out and crying out to the Lord are, depicted in the Psalms. We're gonna go to Psalms 34 right now and just look at one place. He says, the righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them out of them all. So today, because I, God knew somebody was going to discount themselves when I said to the men, you know, there are areas in your life where you need deliverance, where you need to be set free, where God came to rescue you. He knew that some of you were going to put up a wall. So he made sure you knew before you could erect the wall what he was talking about. So he gave lots of examples. So the whole thing about depression and suicide and, you know, addiction and all that stuff was just so you wouldn't um, separate yourself from the love of God. It came today to minister life to you. And you didn't get a chance to separate yourself from it because God made sure you knew what it was. The counsel of the Lord stands sure. Glory to God. So many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them out of them all. So today, brothers, you remember this day, this December 3rd, 2023. God came to rescue you. He gave you your own parachute today. He rescued you. Thank you for doing that, God. Thank you for rescuing our brothers. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He he goes on to say, He keeps all of his bones and not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of them that trust in him will be desolate. None of you. Ah, Glory to God. I want to read it to you in the Amplified because I think this might minister to you even better. Same scripture, Psalm 34. We're going to look at this uh, in the Amplified. It says, Verse 17, when the righteous cry for help, and you, you do get, all of you get that we were talking about help today, right? When we say, you go ahead and cry. You know, we're, we're not talking about waterworks. I got some sisters, I call them waterworks. They cry about everything. I'm like, hey, they cry, but they are praying. Like, what are you crying for? Okay, so the fact of the matter is, I love them. Their hearts are so pure towards God. When they got a situation, they pray. Brothers. more of you if you just take time to pray. Oh my God, everything changes. Everything changes. Let's look what it looks like in the Amplified, like I said. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. So for those of you who thought, well, God can't hear me, I'm just a lowly, uh, 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 uh." I did uh, 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 to erase whatever you were going to put there. Ain't nothing lowly about none of y'all. I know that wasn't good English. So there's nothing that's low about any one of you. Is that better? Okay. I know how to use good English, even though I don't always choose to. Amen. Here's the thing. And rescues them from their distress and troubles. So again, I love God reveals to redeem. Earlier, you got redeemed. Now he's showing you how. How that mechanically happened. Look at this. He says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted." So, for you to get delivered today, you had to knock down those walls that you had erected. Effectively, a broken heart, right? Means, hey, God, I don't want anything separating me from you. I want all that you have for me today. Glory to God. And you got it. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit, contrite in heart, and truly sorry for their sin. See, I know we try to act like the rest of us. We've never done anything wrong. Look, can we stop doing that? Dang on it. We have got to stop doing that. None of us are above reproach. And as long as we're intercessors, don't be walking up in the room trying to intercede for somebody when you got art in your heart against somebody. Mark 11 tells us that. You don't get to do that. You have to go take care of that thing first. Then you come back and pray. Right? I think men get this better than women. Because y'all not petty. I hope y'all not petty. Y'all not petty, are you? (laughs) Okay, so I'm saying, for the men, let's just, (laughs) don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Okay, so he says, many hardships and perplexing situations confront the righteous. And some of y'all were in some complex situations, perplexing even. And God is saying that he understood that some of those things would confront you. But the Lord rescued him from them all. Today, you've been rescued. Y'all got that, right? If I don't see a head bobber from every man in the house, I want to know what's wrong with y'all. You received what thus says the Lord this day. Thank you, Minister George. He's bobbing his head. So here's the thing. God came to see about you today. And he wants you to know that if you go ahead and cry, it's okay to cry. Glory to God. He keeps, okay, so it says in verse 21, it says, evil will cause the death of the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be held guilty and will be condemned. So here's what God doesn't want you to do. Y'all don't need to be fighting people. Look up and see the Lord. I know because you all are, I mean, I think of my own husband. He's such a protector for me, of me. You better not do anything to me. You better not even think about doing something to me. Here's the thing, all of you have that instinct inside of you to protect us and defend us. That's one of the characteristics of being a man, you're a defender and a protector. Okay, and here's the other thing, you are nothing without God. But with him, (laughs) oh my goodness, with him, you can take that situation that was causing you trouble and spend your time like God said, come spend some time with me. Talk to him about it. Watch him work it out for you. Somebody said, won't he do it? And, uh, yes, he will. Hallelujah. He said he would, and he will. He'll hear you, not just the pastor, and Lord knows Pastor Turks, and if you've spent any time under his leadership, under his tutelage, you've learned how to pray. Hallelujah. And he would tell you that when you stand praying, first of all, Forgive. Secondly, get a scripture that deals with the situation that's at hand. This is not, I mean, yes, it's a conversation with the Lord. But when we talk to God, we want to talk to him the way he's been talking to us. This gold and silver. Yeah. That's how he's been talking to us. And so you find a scripture, you hold it before the Lord and lay the situation out on the line. You don't need no gun, you don't need knives. I know you don't speak foul words, so I know there's no you know, good and evil coming out of your mouth. Just good, amen. We praise the Lord for that. You're very special to God. Last week we learned that we're all important. Today, God, I think some of you must have missed that. Because he's spending a lot of time here to make sure the men understand. How important you are to him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. <laughs> so because you need to understand that, all of us need to understand this, that God knows our hearts. He knows our real motivations. So you, we don't want you to do this so your wife will be happy. We want you to do this so you'll be happy. Right? If you're happy, we're happy. Because you'll treat us right. You'll, you'll direct the children appropriately. You know, you'll go to work and bring your money home. <laughs> not stop at the casino on the way home. Bring your money home. Glory to God. Take care of the bills, Take care of the family. And I'm not suggesting for one minute they should do it all by themselves. You all hello. Can we wake up a little bit? Hey. This is household income. That's what that's called. Household. Let's hold the house up. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16. Hallelujah. And this is just so you can be reminded that God is a judge of the heart. Men look on the outer. God judges the heart. And so in this book, <laughs> 1 Samuel chapter 16, in verse 1 through 7, we're reminded that, um, you know, Saul, in a couple of chapters, verses earlier, uh, God had given Samuel the prophet a word to tell, that, tell Saul that his kingdom had been ripped from him and was going to be given to a neighbor. And God said that was better than him. So here's the thing I want you to understand, is your self-image has to be wrapped up in the word. Hallelujah. He said, to a neighbor that's better than you, you the whole king, <laughs> God going to rip the thing away from you and give it to a neighbor that he considers to be better than you. Why? He's a judge of the heart. So that's the backdrop. And then when we get to 1 Samuel chapter 16, um, so God had instructed Samuel. He said, man, what are you mourning about? And I thought uh, largely that I was going to do something on mourning. I did a funeral earlier this week, um, and the woman was truly a Dorcas, I mean, or truly a virtuous woman, however you want to look at it, but she spent her life honoring God. She spent her life calling a word over her husband and over her community. She spent decades ministering in prisons, and the people there, a lot of people, they thought she was just a mere woman. All these ministers got up from all over the place where she had been ministering with them and had impact. Do you hear me? Impact in the earth. That's what God is calling us to. So that's what I thought I was going to minister to you about today. See, the people were mourning. I said, okay, here's the thing. This truly is, she's 86. This woman lived her life to please God. Right? So I thought I would talk to you a little bit about her being a darkest. (laughs) Hey, God said, hey. Talk to my brothers today. Talk to my men. Let them know how important they are to me. So here, he's telling Samuel, what are you mourning about Saul for? Saul wasn't even dead yet. He just Don't forget, he was dead as a king because God had pulled his kingdom from him, but he wasn't physically dead yet. And Saul is mourning. (laughs) Because God wants you to know you can mourn about stuff that's not a person. You can mourn about the loss of this and the loss of that. And today, God has rescued you from any loss, whether we call the word loss or not. God came to seek and save you. Glory to God. Holistically, you've been saved. So if you look at this, so Samuel is kind of scared to go talk to Saul about this because, hey, you know, he's nervous. And here's what God wants from you, brothers that now that you've been fortified and ready to go out into the highways and byways and preach the gospel, here's what he wants you to know. You don't need to be afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. Know that the Lord God is with you. Whithersoever you go, he's with you. Glory to God. But what I want to do is bring you down. I just wanted to give you a little bit of history around how we got here. Amen. Um, uh, I'm going to start at verse four because the rest of it, I've basically spoken through. Right? So, in verse 4, it says, and Samuel did that which the Lord spoke and came to Bethlehem. So God told him to go talk to Jesse, right? And so here he is. Well, God is going to tell him to go talk to Jesse and sanctify his children. But he says, and the elders of the town trembled at this, com- at this coming and said, it down peaceably? Because you know, <laughs> you want to know whether the peace of God is with you. So I encourage you today, my brother, the peace of God is with you. Hallelujah. So he goes on to say, and it came to pass, they were, okay, so man, I'm sorry, he says, and um, in verse five, it says, and he says, peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord, sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to sacrifice. And then God wanted Samuel to anoint one of Jesse's sons, to be king. Now, the reason God, I believe, gave me Zacchaeus earlier is just so you can understand that your stature, your physical stature, ain't nobody worried about that? There's no immediate power in you being tall versus somebody being short. I know some of you got really caught up in the, what do you call it, the syndrome? What do you call the people that are short? The uh, Napoleon syndrome. Let me tell you, some of the most powerful men are short. Because it ain't got nothing to do with that. Your power is inside of you. You're an earthen vessel. Glory to God. So when, when, when Jesse was bringing all his sons, he was bringing all of them that looked the part. They looked, They looked like soldiers. They were strong. They were big. You know, on the outside, they looked really strong. Hmm. And God said to him, hmm. <laughs> In verse 7, the Lord said to Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I've refused him. Here's the thing that we don't want is for God to refuse us. Today, men, you had an opportunity to agree with God. You had an opportunity to decide that you were worthy of whatever it is God wanted to dispense to you. And you were recipients glory to God. So you weren't over here like these people who had been rejected by God.
1: So he says, I refused you. The Lord sees not a man as a man sees for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So what God showed me when he gave me this message is a bunch of hearts. They were wounded in some of the ways that I mentioned to you. And I felt so honored that God would share that with me. Right? Please show me your faces. Don't get all nervous. God is not a gossip. He doesn't do that. I don't know why people think God is gossiping about people. Are you kidding me? I ain't got time for that. And those of you on the intercessory team, if you're on there to gossip, get off the line. Get off the line. We are not on there to play games. We're on there to get people delivered and people set free. And don't notice that uh, we largely don't use whole names, just so people have no opportunity to be gossiping and slandering people. We use first names. You ask us for prayer. Anybody gonna say, "Well, what's your whole name? Are you kidding me?" God knows which Sandra we're talking about, and He knows what I need. Remember, He knows our names. Glory to God. So anyway, God was looking at the heart. And Jesse was looking at the outer appearance. So I want you to know, yes, I'm cute, but that ain't got nothing to do with me being able to deliver the word. Do you understand? God ain't looking at how we look on the outside. He's looking at how we look on the inside. Ah, my brothers, today, you all are tall as giants today. Why? The Lord gave you a rescue. He gave you a parachute today. And you've been rescued. So you go ahead and cry. Glory to God. You go ahead and cry. So um, the other thing I wanted to say to you is uh, God has lifted up each one of your hearts. And he promised to be a lifter above our heads. And that's what he did for you all today. And as much as God was ministering directly to the men, he's lifted up our hearts too. Because we're just so grateful to God for coming to see about our men. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming to see about our men. Glory to God. So I just want to take you one more place. Now that your hearts have been lifted up, remember that you're important to the building up of the kingdom of God. So sometimes we need y'all to show up when it's time to pray. Even if you haven't been, Even if you're not the leader.
0: Be in agreement with me. Glory to God. That's what we need from you, brothers. That's what we need from you, sons. Glory. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what David did, God did here, and you'll notice if you go to the end of this same chapter um, in verse 13. uh, So, you know. Jesse had brought all his sons before him, before, Jeff, before Samuel, and it wasn't none of them. And, you know, Jesse had to say, man, you got any more sons? Like, what's up with that? And he said, oh, yeah, I got this other one. But he out there just tending to the sheep, you know, he basically dismissed him. Dismissed the one that God wants to anoint. Do you hear me? You've been dismissed, some of you. And that's why God came to see about you, to let you know I did not dismiss you. Glory to God, I did not dismiss you. You go ahead and cry. Hallelujah. So in verse, uh, in verse uh, let's go to 12, because it actually you know, lets you know what David looks like. It says, and he sent and brought in you know, his son David. Now he was ruddy and without a beautiful countenance. And goodly to look to. And the Lord said, because see, your good looks ain't gonna save you. You know, I know to some degree in the mirror, it might be a little bit of unnecessary warfare if you look good, praise the Lord. But the thing is, God is not moved by how you look on the outside. Remember, He's a judge of the heart. And for our brothers, keep your heart straight. Keep your heart straight. You guys have so much power inside of these earthen vessels, so much deliverance is coming forth because you stand up and pray, because you speak what thus says the Lord, because you do what God is calling you to do as you're spending that quiet time with him, as he's showing you how. Oh, God, I I look forward to where you're going to go from here. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be wonderful for our eyes to behold. Glory to God. So he says, um, and the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. So today God is saying, Arise, you've been anointed, for you are the one he was speaking to this morning. Each one of you. You know, I heard Reverend Janice say last week, God can minister corporately and individually at the same time. That's because he's God. And clearly he's done that today. Some of you have gotten this. It, I mean, you know, you're going to get a hundredfold return from this. Some of y'all going to get 30. But that's still way more than you had before. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's up to you. It's up to you whether you believe God. You've been delivered. God basically gave you a clean slate today. A clean slate. Ah, you can walk out of here right now, and God will begin to minister to you what he wants you to do next, because your heart is open to hear what thus says the Lord. So here in verse 13, Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brethren. So you know that was immediate warfare, because they're thinking, you little runt, What what you look like? What you look like being the one that's anointed? You're not 6'2". You're not muscular. You're not this and that. You don't have four degrees. Hey, what does God do? God says, (laughs) in the midst of his brethren. God did that for you. In the midst of your brethren. God came to see about you. And to give you your own parachute in the midst of your brethren. We ain't jealous of y'all. We're happy for you. Glory to God. We got a totally different attitude about this thing. We're delighted to see you whole and complete and lacking no good thing. Glory to God. So he says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward. So you all got something special today that came upon you. It will not depart from you, it won't depart. God made a deposit. I know there are people in your life that gave you stuff and took it away from you. This ain't Job's story. God did not give to you to take it away from you, he gave to you so you can build. Glory to God, you got a solid foundation, that foundation being Jesus and you can build on that foundation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, here's the thing. After Samuel did what God told him to do, he left. He went to the next thing. So brothers, this is something you gotta understand. When God calls you on assignment, go do what God told you to do and leave. Don't be hanging out. I'm telling you there's unnecessary warfare there. When God tells you to go to Joppa and do what he told you to do there, go do what God said, Leave a blessing on the house if they received you. If not, kick the dust out from off your feet. Don't lose no peace in places where you weren't received in peace. Right? But here's the thing. You don't need to hang out all day long. You know, you don't need to do that. You need to go, because God is not going to wreck a home while you're out there ministering. He's not going to, your wife, you get home and your wife is like, oh my God, Uh, that means nagging. (laughs) God is not doing that. He sends you on a mission. You go do what thus says the Lord and leave. Keep the peace. Keep the peace. Glory to God. Now, as you have all been drawn to God this morning in a deeper way, because some of you didn't need this as much as some of your brethren did. But again, God came corporately and individually to minister to his sons. Glory to God. Now that your hearts have been lifted up, remember that you're important to the building up of the kingdom of God. All of you, there's a purpose. I know you might not see it, but if you do what God told you to do, he'll show it to you. He'll enlighten your understanding. He'll shine the light on your pathway. He'll show you where to go. But what I love about what we saw in the Amplified Version of um, Psalms 34, he told us that he was going to show you how. Excuse me, that was in uh, Matthew 11:30. He said he was going to show you how. So for those of you who think, I want to do stuff for the Lord, I want to do stuff for the kingdom of God, I just don't know how. Well, I do believe the Lord came and answered your question this morning. He's shown you how. He's shown you how. Glory to God. Let's just turn, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm so grateful to God for what he's done. I'm so thankful to God. Ah, Men, God does not want you suffering quietly. He doesn't want you acting like everything is okay. He wants you to know that you can cry to him. Anytime. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think I'm gonna try to wrap it up here just so we can be decent and orderly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know why I have so much more to go. But <laughs> Here's the thing. What God sent me here to do is done. He sent me to encourage your hearts. He sent me to make sure you understand you're important. He sent me to let the men know that no matter how hard you try to act like all is well, that he knows, he knows. And there is one other scripture I'm going to lift up real quick out of James. I see my bishop back there. This is his favorite book. And Bishop, you know, I'm going to try my best not to mess it up. (laughs) Amen. In James chapter (laughs) 4. Hallelujah. I'm going to start with verse 6. God gives more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Today, when you knock those walls down, you might have been operating in pride before the walls came down, but the walls are down now, and God's going to give you more grace for being humble. Humility is critically important in all of our lives, daughters and sons. We have to know that without God, we are nothing. Hallelujah. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. And he'll flee from you. Draw nigh to God. And he already gave you that instruction in Matthew 11. You know, I love the way God always confirms his word with the word. He already told you, come to me. He already told you, you want to see what real rest looks like? Come, I'll show you. So he's telling you, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, Ye sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's what you were when you got here. Double-minded about that thing that had you behind the wall, or some of you in some prisons. But your hearts and your minds have been made clear. You made a decision to cry out to the Lord. He heard you. He answered. Glory to God. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his troubles. Psalms 34, 6. Father, we honor you. We thank you, God, for what you have done for your sons this morning, even by extension to your daughters. We thank you, Lord, that indeed we have cried unto you, Lord, you have heard us you have answered. Thank you for redeeming our brothers' lives from destruction. Thank you that what the enemy planned for their demise, you have already turned it around and made it good. Thank you for the plans that you have for them, that they are good to give them a future and an expected end. Thank you, Lord God, for every place that the soles of their feet have treaded upon you have already gone before them. Thank you for being the light on their pathway. Thank you for guiding them by your eye. And Father, we pray for those who gave their lives to you today, God. Hallelujah. Show them how to find their way to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where they'll hear what thus says the Lord and be encouraged to walk ye therein. I thank you for your parachute for your sons today, God. I thank you that indeed you came to seek and to save that which is lost. And for all of your daughters, I thank you for the way they stood and undergirded the brothers today. I thank you, God, that as we stood praying that you heard us and that you answered. And even as we go, I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. For continuing to show us the way that we should go. To you be all glory, all praise. And all dominion in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank God for your release from captivity. Glory to God. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 For those of you online who um, would like to give into the ministry monetarily, this is your opportunity to do that. Now, normally we would try to draw people to the Lord at this stage, but we already took care of that because we wanted you to be partakers of God's divine nature. We didn't want you to go through the whole service and miss the opportunity to be released huh, as a son of God. Glory to God. Now we give back to the Lord financially. Hallelujah. And I can tell you, honestly, you know, nobody has paid me to come up here and tell you this. You sow in this ground, this is good soil. Lives get changed because the word of God goes forth here unadulterated. Now, you might have been blessed by what we did here today, but understand it was the anointing that destroys the yoke of the oppressor. They're far better teachers because I'm a preacher. I just encourage you to get what God is saying. These people have sown to you in word and in deed. So go back and look at the Facebook and the um, YouTube and, the, um, and listen to the podcast. Your life will never be the same. And for the brothers, before we take the offering and give instruction, I just feel so happy for you. Oh, I thank the Lord for what he has done. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Some of y'all bowled 300s today. Amen. I had to say that. Yesterday, I bowed a 53. Now I ask you, I could have my eyes closed another 53. (laughs) I hurt my elbow at some point early on, and after that, everything I was bolding was going in the alley. But anyway. (laughs) Okay, so I said that because God wants y'all to have some fun. Men, y'all got to have some fun. And I ain't talking about that no juke joints. Yeah, I'm seriously talking about having some wholesome fun. Glory to God. All right, so let's do what we we're supposed to be doing here, which is taking the offering. So if you'd like to give <laughs> <into, laughs> like monetarily into the ministry, there are three ways for you to do that. You can go to Zelle, and it'll come to World Missions Ministries. Our code here for that is 571-234-2387. I repeat, 571 571- 234 2387. For those of you who would like to give through PayPal, you can do that by going to our website, excuse me, www.wmmchurch.org and press the donate button. For those of you who would like to give by check, you can mail that check here to our headquarters where we are physically having service. You're welcome to come anytime. Hallelujah. On Sunday mornings at uh, 1030, we have our praise and worship starts, and then we start the service at 11. But if that's the way you'd like to give, you can make your checks payable to World Missions Ministries or WMM and mail them to us here at 6805 East Clinton Street in Clinton, Maryland. Our zip code here is 20735. Glory to God. So I hope you've been blessed. And to the men who were partakers today, God bless you. Go in peace. Hallelujah. And know that God has already gone before you. He showed you today that he can rescue you. And he'll show you how to go and rescue others. Go forth in peace to serve the Lord and allow brotherly love to continue. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We give God glory. We give God praise. Hallelujah. This concludes our online service. Go in peace. Hallelujah.